Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. This podcast is brought to you by Contender Clothing. Check it out. What does that one say? Death Touch. I'm going to make Death Touch. I'm going to make Death Touch. All right. I like that. I like that. We got a nice little shipment of Contender Clothing again. Got some new boxer briefs, some new shirts. Go to their website and follow them on Instagram. They have a lot of really cool stuff. I I love working out in their underwear. They're awesome. Super comfortable. And they, they have tons of cool shirts and designs. And they support MMA fighters. And they support local MMA fighters. Local MMA fighters. And Tyson Fury. That doesn't hurt as well. Holler at your boy. Anyways, so uh, yeah, go check out Contender Series. We had a uh, we had a pretty awesome hey, freaking fight night. What? We had a good weekend. We had a great weekend. Lions win. So all of you out there, Cherie, Cody Bunderson, all of you. Lions win. Stick it. We're on a roll. Lions, baby. We're on a roll. If you're a Vikings fan, your team's not good. That's what you get. Not good. That's what you get. Packers, we're coming for you next. I thought we were going to blow it. I'm not going to lie. I took a nap. I thought it was over. <laughs> I thought it was over, too. I'm like, I woke up and they won. I was like, wah! <laughs> Zach texts me. He's like, are the Lions really going to win today? And I'm like, no, they're going to blow it in the fourth quarter like they always do. They almost did. But they didn't. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Jared Goff, baby. Jared Goff, baby. They were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. Did you see them? They were going crazy. Good for them. Oh, when you're 0-10 and 1, got to do something, right? Can't believe they won. Hey, believe it, dog. Believe it. Yeah, we had good. We had good. We went to fights right last Friday night. Yeah, we had fights. We got to watch Boxing. our boy John John Bryant. Bump time. As advertised. As advertised. Broke his hand on the first punch. He cracked him with that first one punch, too. Wobbled the kid a little, but the kid was tough. He kept he kept fighting and ended up going to a decision. Um, who was the kid? Who was what was the Polynesian kid that fought in the main event? He looked like David Tua, man. That guy was a freaking wrecking ball. Le- Leia? What was his Le- last name? Bishop. Bishop Leia. Oh man, that guy was a killer. Woo. Corner had to throw him throwing the towel on that one. That kid was like the mini freaking David Tua. Crazy. Our, uh, uh, no, they were fun, man. We had a good UFC fight. We got to watch our boy Chris Curtis with another. Chris, Jason wouldn't pick you on the podcast. I had all the faith in the world hey. in you again, and you proved me right again. The only thing that matters, Chris, is I bet on you. And we I all bet on you. And I won. That's you all keep I care cashing that. We we'll keep cashing that. Yeah. Hey, keep fighting all these guys that are He said he wants to fight next week. Let him. He's like, I want to fight next Let's week. See. I'm fine. I didn't take any damage. UFC 2. He did it. No, we didn't take any. So, so stylistically, let's all truth be told, that should have been a harder fight for Chris Curtis. You think Brendan Allen uh, underestimated him a little? Didn't take him serious? You would think no. Well, Brendan Allen's he, only two losses now are Sean Strickland and Chris Curtis in the UFC. Uh, maybe it was in the back of his head that Sean Strickland was in his corner. And you know Sean probably wasn't being quiet. Uh, no. No, if anybody'd like a good time, can't repeat it on the podcast. Um, go follow Sean Strickland on Twitter because it's um, wild. Yeah, he's crazy. I like it. He's the I reason like why it. I have a Twitter account. So this week was a reminder of why I should not make my picks before I watch the face off because I made a couple of changes on my bets because I watched the face off and I was like, you <clears throat> I didn't bet on this fight, but I think we both picked uh, Smolka in this. I just thought Smokehead had just too much experience, and Vince cracked him. That was one of the ones where I, after I watched the face-off, I was like, oh, I kind of like Vince in this one, man. I, I didn't bet it, 
But I picked Smoka. I'll take the L because I picked you took an L, but I'll take it. More than happy that Vince won. Yeah. Uh, next up, Claudio Puelas against Grutzmacher. Um, that knee bar is nasty. Second, first UFC fighter to win two UFC fights via knee bar. That was nasty. Nasty knee bar. Um, little confused on the Menafield and William Knight. That was one I actually changed my bet on. I actually bet on William Knight last second. I don't like it when you do that. We got to watch the face-offs. Thanks for the heads up. Okay. Let's make a deal. This week we watch the face-offs and then we record. Okay. I mean, I still like Menafield. They both hurt each other in the first and second rounds. Did you think William Knight won? No. I didn't either. I was, I'm like, I thought I lost. I'm like, all right, I lost. And then I saw he won. I was like, whoa. No, I actually thought, I thought Manfield won two rounds, but I mean, it was close enough. I don't think it was a robbery. I don't think any one of those guys are going to make any kind of waves in the 205 division. So, <laughs> no, really but those. guess what? This, so I didn't, I started off slow, but this is where I went on my tear. On the run, baby. Zach's on the run. Cheyenne, Velismas, she looked good. It was a fun fight. It was a fun fight. They were banging. But, um, I actually, so I'm starting to, She's getting a little momentum heading in the right direction. I like it. I like her a lot. 115 pound division. Like it's fun. It's exciting. We, like she could be up in the mix soon. And you and I were a little cautious because we didn't know how the whole divorce thing, getting your name changed, but she's she looked phenomenal. Well, I said it's either going to be good yeah. or bad. And I think it was good. You know what? I actually think she was herself. I do too. Which was, which is, which shows a lot of maturity in, in the fight game. And, Training down there at Extreme Couture with all those guys. She's at Extreme Couture, right? Yeah, she's she at Extreme was, Couture. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, Destiny was in her corner. Oh, was she? Yeah. Nice. Um, anyways, great win for Cheyenne. Uh, next up, Brian Babarino and Darian Weeks. I actually bet on Weeks as an underdog. See, I I, I had Babarino in that one. I didn't bet it, but that's that's. I, I actually picked. bet Weeks. And, dude, he – that was a close fight. That was close. closer than I – I mean, he came fight. in short notice. He He – Prove that he belonged there. I yeah, think. yeah, but I mean, I bet on Babarina just because I got the experience and stuff. And, yeah, and I think that's actually what won him the fight. Yeah, I, I mean, Weeks was coming though; he was bringing it. It's a good fight. Yeah, great fight. Good uh fight. Manel Cap and okay. Sahagas Zumagulov. Dude, Cape is, Cape is on a run now. Is he is he coming up? Finding his groove. He's coming up. Finding his groove. He looked. Yeah, he looked good. He looked really. That was the first time where I thought he looked. It's like, oh, okay. Now, now you can see what that's the everybody in her in Ryzen was seeing. That's the uh, Tusco big L on this one. Yeah, man. I, I, you know what? I didn't bet it. I picked Patola, but I was like, you know what always gets me is when everybody's on one side and everybody was on Maki, and I was just like, I just can't get down. It was that. all over Maki. I really thought that if anybody's getting knocked out, it was him. Like, who knocks out Hawaiians? But to, to Dorowick, he did the same thing he always does. He still left his chin up. In fact, he got cracked. He just didn't just didn't drop him. Uh, Alex Morano and Mickey Gall went to a decision. Morano, I, I kind of thought Gall might might be able to we, pull that. We said he was a live dog. I picked Morano, but I said like Gall is a live dog. Like this could be scary. Like yeah. that was a stay away for me. Like if I was like yeah yeah, but I was happy that Morano won. But. Ronald looks like he just got off the freaking couch and just like, he you know does. what? Let me put my Keystone light down and my bag of Cheetos and I'm going to go in there and Cheetos? <laughs> kick some ass. He didn't need fire. Fire Cheetos? the Cheetos. Takis. He eats Takis. For sure. Takis. For and sure. Keystone light. <laughs> Is it Keystone light? Is that the cheap beer? You probably don't know, do you? I don't have a freaking clue, dude. I don't drink. Have you ever had a drink of beer? Liquor? No. 
and You're I don't judge you. I don't judge you. No, here's the thing. And people are like, oh yeah, see, I am not, not you, see, I'm not an acquired taste type guy too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, after a while, like it's not bad or whatever. It's For me, bad. I'm like, if it's it doesn't good. taste good, I'm not going to eat it or drink it. Like, That's, I'm not going to be like, let me drink this. oh, that smells horrible. Like here, let me see if I can acquire yeah. this taste. No, I'm just not going to do it. That's why I don't drink. I mean, I just, I don't like it. I don't damage like the way it plan, makes me feel. Damage plant, we're, we're straight edge. Damage straight plan. edge. Straight right. edges. See, Steve, we're following your lead. Oh, boy. <laughs> Next up, uh, we just talked about that. Our boy Chris Curtis coming through. Dude, Chris is making some waves in the 185 division. I, I, not. 2 0, short notice fights. Not only did I, I bet this, pick him, put him in my DraftKings, and like made the argument where I thought he was going to win. I said this the first time I watched him fight cage side call this fight against drum hatch yeah and you can just tell the way he moved fight iq and everything i was like i, I even said i said Dude, there's a bunch of 185ers in the ufc that he's better than right now and he's proven. And wasn't brendan allen just outside the top 15 yeah yeah and he kind of beat him kind of easily yeah and phil haas was supposed to be a bad matchup for him yeah and he was getting tagged and pieced up in that fight but he never got hurt and he was kind yeah. of fine and then once he turned it on he like he just kind of put him out it's like, is Chris Curtis a top 15, 185 right now? And oh, by the way, PFL was 170. Yeah. It can make 170. Yeah. It's hard, but he can. So it's like, is, is he a top 15 guy? Put him up there. He's got to be close. You, you take two guys that are with so much hype behind him on short notice fights and you knock both of them out. 50 G's, baby. Did you see that thing where he said he only had ten dollars in his bank account before his last UFC, and now he's moved up two two tax brackets in less than six months or something like good that? Good for him. Good for him. He man. deserves. It's good. It. He does deserve, man. He's a good dude. Uh, Clay Guida versus Leonardo Santos. I cash that one. Guida's Clay the man. Guida. That's my guy. Okay. Here, listen. Okay. I did bet Guida too. This is where the underdog cashes start coming in. I love Clay Guida. And all you, anybody out there, I'm not taking shots at anybody specifically, but people are saying they got screwed. That fight should have been stopped. No, because guess what? No nonsense. Keith Peterson knows that Clay Guida is tough and won't stop moving. He didn't take any punishment. And he didn't take, look at his face. He didn't really take any real damage. I mean, he went down, but he went right to the body shot. And he kept, and he kept fighting. It wasn't like he was taking, he was resting. up. He wasn't resting. Yeah, he wasn't resting. That was good refereeing. That was a great refereeing for Keith Peterson. Because we have seen fight stopped in those positions which would have been bullshit at that level you cannot stop that fight then okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna dial it back okay remember when dominant cruz got dropped by henry cejudo and was working on the single leg yeah and remember when tj dillashaw got dropped by henry cejudo and was working the single leg very similarly very similar and then yeah. the fight was stopped is it because they got dropped with a shot to the head and then working it and clay kind of got hurt with the body shot and then was going for it that you you have to be a little bit more careful because it was the head that wobbled up. I don't think that could have a lot to do with it. But I, I didn't. I didn't feel like Clay was hurt. Like I didn't oh, feel he, like oh he he was hurt for a sec. I just didn't feel like he was like he does not just cover up and take. Well, because it, it was because like, of the body. Shots. He was hurt was more the, the body. body not that's probably the why. That's that's that makes more sense. I don't hate it. I'm just you know being. But okay, Clay Guida gets the rear naked choke out of Brazilian Jeez. high level black belt. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's next for him? 
Time out. If you're a 155er, do you really want to fight fight Clay Guida? I think all the old old guys, like uh, wasn't like Jeremy Stevens and like Chad Mendez and all these guys trying to fight. Like they're all all those guys from that old school crew back in the day. Like I think they all want to like get together and start fighting each other. Just cool. do a tournament. Just let the old guys just bang it out. Old man tournament. Just the old man On tournament. Eagle FC. Like as as my boy Joe Harrell calls us in our Monday or our fight camp. Plant Daddy. He calls us uh, the geriatrics crew because everybody in the mornings over forty, <laughs> except for him. Plant Daddy. Yeah. Um, Jamal Hill and Jimmy Crude. I thought Jimmy Crude was gonna gonna get it done in this one, and I was dead wrong. And that was another one where I'm dead right. You were right. You were right. TKO right hook. Hills, dude, his his size is a problem. Well, it's, it's not his reach. size. It's too is it's his athleticism, the yeah. fluidity, the way that he moves it. He has a I feel like he has a little bit more power to him than like yeah. young John Jones. I'm not comparing him to John Jones. Yeah. But I'm saying he kind of has he does for that. He's a legit 205, big framed, long and athletic, moves like a 170 or 185 or like very fluid. Yeah, and athletic. He looked good, and he's he's a big problem. He's what is he? He is. I loved his. Did you see? I posted. He's only thirty years old. Did you see that thing I posted? His post fight thing. I love. I like that. He's cool, dude. I like that. I like Jimmy Crew too. I love. Jimmy I mean, Jimmy Crew's a stud too. He goes over there and picks him up after I Jimmy Crew's only twenty five years old. I like Jimmy Crew too. He'll be just fine. Yeah, I think. I mean, he's taken two losses, but look, you lose to Anthony Smith. Nothing to hang your head about. Uh. And you get you just get caught in the last one. I don't think there's anything anything to hang your head about if you're if you're Jimmy Crew. Um, and then we follow up with man, I love this fight, Rafael Fazeev and Brad Riddell. That was a phenomenal. That was that that was a good fight. That was main event worthy. That was that was two Tiger Muay Thai guys freaking throwing. We've down. trained together before. They were throwing hard. Oh my wife's throwing me under the bus. Yeah, throwing you under the bus. I got I got tricked. I got tricked in Jamaica. Oh, did you? Yeah. As Who a, tricked you? As a teenager. The people on the excursions. Oh. Yeah. It just. They call it punch there. And after the excursion, you want some water or punch? Mm. I was like, ooh, I'd like some punch. That sounds delicious. Oh. After zip lining through the jungle forest. But did it taste like punch? Dig, spit it out. And it's like, what is that? Dude, there's kids drinking it. It's rum. It's not punch. Oh, it's the it's rum. rum. Oh, it's That's the what rum. they offered to us. Oh, they love their rum over there. They just give it to me. Yeah, their kids are drinking it. We, I'm like, ah, it's probably like fruit punch. Did you go to the lady's <laughs> house? Did you do the excursion where um, the lady makes like the wine and like the soaps and honey yeah. and stuff? So we got a thing of, of um, liquor. It was like rum and wine mixed together. And they have like these tree leaves that they soak it in, right? And you can refill the bottle with rum and wine. They tell you the amounts to put in there. So we waited like six months. We had some people over one night. We're like, let's crack it open. Let's just try it and see. Dude, that stuff was disgusting. Yeah. I don't know how people drink that crap. I don't either. <clears throat> yeah. David, good to see you're good, man. Glad you glad you kicked your butt with COVID, brother. Yeah, that was that was a freaking phenomenal display. That spinning wheel kick, that wheel kick. Oh my gosh. The way he set that up. Oh my gosh. Forget about it. That always impresses me. Impresses me after watching the post fight interview and hearing how because I don't see how they set that stuff. I don't know enough about striking and stuff. Well, how to set things up. Well, when they're at that level too, they're yeah. setting up multiple things throughout the fight, yeah. Right. He, when people say, "Oh, they," I think they think that it's like, "Oh, I set that up and like I knew that was going to be shot to knock it out." Where if you give most people 
that might be the case sometimes. Yeah. But I think a majority of the time, what you're doing is you're trying to set multiple traps, right? You're yeah. trying to set traps that hey, if so I'm gonna be doing this. Now, if they do this, then I'm then I'm gonna be setting this up. But if they go this way, then I'm gonna set this up. Or if they yeah. stand here, I'm gonna do, you know. And so they're really setting opening up multiple options and then having to recognize which way out the person takes. Yep. And then and that's what exactly what Fazib did. He said, I back him against the cage. And as he circles out to the right, he drops his hand. He said he did it first two rounds. And before he even exited, was he was already throwing the kick. As soon as he stepped yeah. to the right, he was already throwing that yeah. kick. Just bam. And, and that's one thing that, I mean, what's incredible with Fazib, and he's high level and, and we all, we all kind of know where, where he's at and where he's heading to he's the path that he's heading on. That was probably one thing that he saw and he knew could be there. But like I said, like there was probably two or three other things that he oh, was I'm waiting, sure. waiting for as well. I just, it, I, it those just guys amazes those, me watching Those that. guys at those levels are just, yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing chestnut checkers and I'm still playing tiddlywinks. Much respect to both those guys. Um, main event, I called it Aldo by decision. I thought it was going to be closer. I did think it was going to be closer. I thought that Aldo would, yeah, I thought Aldo would. Fade. You notice he he paced himself. He paced himself a little bit different. Who was it? Jordan Chandler was saying he say he's flat footed, like he wasn't moving. I I I think he did it on. Even Sharif said that, and I said I think he's pacing himself because he knows it's a five round fight. I because before I was worried that his age was catching up to him and not able to do the five rounds anymore. Yeah. So what does the all time great veteran do? Go. You know what? I got tired in the fourth round last time against Petter Jan. My output was incredible, and he did great against Jan in the first three fights. And I would even argue again after what we just watched with Sam Hagen. You know, we'll see where TJ comes back at. But it's like all all those probably probably right there. He's five on the list. You got to think he's going to move up to three or four, right? Because he just beat Font, who was four. He's got it. He's, I'd like to see him in Dillashaw. That's the fight. Do you know that's the fight? Fun stat stat for you that I saw on Twitter last night. Um, Twitter Saturday night, Jose Aldo recorded ten or more leg kicks in a win. This was the first time that he had scored ten or more leg kicks in a win since UFC one sixty nine, February first, two thousand fourteen, against Ricardo Lamas. When he started eating his leg up, it was like, oh, you know it's going to be trouble when when Aldo's doing that. Yeah. Well, I and I said it on my Facebook after. It's, you know, we always talk about there's levels to this. Yeah. And Rob Bont is very high level, but he was in there with one of the best to ever do it. And and like I said, one thing that was awesome is to see him make those changes yeah. in his approach, pace himself better to be able to do it for five rounds. Before, when he lost to Peter Jan, it was like, that was it. Bummer. Yeah. Now I'm kind of like, if he figured that out and can figure out his pace and stuff, stylistically, he's probably the one striker that can hang with Jan on the feet. Yeah. Like TJ and him, you know? Yeah. Like, he did better on the feet than Sanhagen did. Oh, I think San, he did, yeah. Sanhagen used his length and stuff really well, but... But like actual like being in the in you know striking distance and stuff, Jose Aldo's probably the one guy in that division, him or TJ, that can hang, if not maybe even potentially have an edge there. And he has a ground game. 
Oh, yeah, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I know, he, he did, doesn't player. usually use it, but you saw him. He was smothering. He was smothering so, in that fight. Like a blanket on right. I would say that Jose Aldo has one more run to the top in him. Is there – I know there's other fighters, but name me two other fighters that have had – that has fought at that high of a level for 13-plus years like Jose Aldo has. He's been going for 13 years and fighting at an elite level for 13 years. Anderson? Anderson ended on a kind of a bad note, though, didn't he? And Jose will eventually, probably. Okay, fair enough. John Jones? Yeah. Who else? Anybody else? Um, No, because GSP kind of went in and out. Matt Hughes was pretty good for a long time. BJ Penn was really good for a long time. Couture? He, but he started so late. They started late, yeah. His career wasn't that long. I mean, there's no and ifs or buts. If Jose Aldo isn't your greatest featherweight of all time, he has the greatest featherweight career of all time. And that's not even close. Being undefeated for over 10 years. Yeah, he he he's phenomenal. I'm on board. Demetrius Johnson, yeah, David what, King. What happens, to, what happens to Rob Font? Uh, I think he'll bounce. Well, <clears throat> the crazy I thing think, is, I, I he's, think we just saw his ceiling because he's 34 too. Yeah, he's 34. I, I mean, have they, him and Sam Hagen fought? They haven't oh, fought, have they? Don't do him like that. Why not? Oh, I mean, who else are you going to give him to? You're going to fit him to Marab? Yes. Rob is just going to take him down and wrestle him to death. I mean, yeah, Sanhagen. That's 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 your fight. Rob Font and Sanhagen. Who's who's Jan fighting? Did Jan get a fight? Peter Jan? Yeah. Not yet, officially. Oh, Should yeah. be him and Aljo. Yeah, but Aljo's still out, right? Yeah, well, then it'll be him and Dillashaw, probably. Do they just strip Aljo at some point? I think they're going to have to. I don't think he's going to fight again. I've heard a couple people say that. Really? Through the rumor mill, yeah, because of his injuries and stuff. He's still training. I know, but have you seen how big he is? He is big. Dude, he's like 180 pounds. He's freaking jacked. Is he really 180? And he's, I think through the grapevine, I've heard he's like 170 through our mutual friend that has trained with him. Would our mutual friends suggest that he, he might not be fighting again, though? No, he didn't say that. No, I'm talking about through social media. That, I've read that. He didn't say that. No, 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 no. He or she or whoever our yeah. mutual friend might be. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm kind of. Uh... Who does who does Fazee fight next? That's what I want to know. Because he's got to move up. Bradell was 12. Fazee was 14. Do you throw him in there with a top 10 guy? You have to. Dude, he destroys everybody in the top 10. Time out. Destroys Gregor Gillespie. He destroys Gillespie, right? I don't think he destroys him. That's a dog fight, dude. Dan Hooker's going back down to 145. Dan Hooker, take Hooker out of there. Take him out. What's yeah, up with those Anos? Uh, do Fazeev and Gregor. Yeah, that's the fight to make. All right. Gregor Gillespie, I like it. And then if he beats him, then you gotta then you gotta bump him up up here, right? And then he's gotta go after your RDA, maybe. The problem with 155 is so many of these guys are like they're in a weird spot. 
Dan Hooker's going back down to 145, it looks like. Okay. You gotta be Tony and Connor. Let Tony and Connor fight, right? I don't think so. Why? I don't think it's a big enough fight. I don't think it's a big enough draw. Still, I mean, anything with Connor on I was there. I say it's still Connor McGregor. Dude. Still Connor, but I think you could get a bigger B side than Tony Ferguson. You hate Tony, I'm just Ferguson. Not a Tony Ferguson fan. I just you hate Tony. You. I would rather see. Ch- I would rather see Chandler and McGregor because that would, would be Tony Ferguson's going to show up. When his sunglasses is on and his gloves on, and he's, he's gonna, gonna get throw the a shit base. kicked off him. Like, <laughs> <last> two fights. <laughs> Who's gonna kick him? Uh, you? Come on. No, I'm not gonna kick he's him. He's gonna heel hook your he's old gonna, Achilles and he's gonna Minari rolls out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh man. All right, get him, Tony. Get him, Tony. <laughs> Slice him up with those Slice elbows. Dude, we got Oliver and Poirier this weekend. I am. Uh, I am Okay. So freaking torn on Did this. you see my TikTok on this? No. I I am so mad. I saw one of the, the, the sports better guys say that he has a max play on the main event. Okay. And it better be an over-under because anybody that is recommending, and this makes me so mad, anybody that's recommending max units on a fight that's this close. Dude. You- listen, you degenerates. You can lean towards Oliveira. Yeah. You can lean towards Dustin Poirier. But if you think that you know for a fact that one guy is going to beat the other, you're crazy. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a close fight. Odds, a lot of money's coming in on Poirier. Well, it was closer. It's dude, starting to. That's because I think that Poirier is going to win. I... So here, so here's my question. Yeah. What is Poirier's path to victory. Okay, we're going to break all this down on Friday. Yeah, we'll break it down on Friday. But I think that Poirier has more pass to victory than Oliveira. See, I don't. I think Oliveira has more pass to victory. Ooh, Ammon. Ammon, what See, are you I'm doing for the fights? You want to watch the fights with us, Ammon? Let's watch the fights with Ammon. I never watch fights with I, um, I, I keep going back and forth on that one because I think – Here's the one the one thing that worries me about Poirier, and, and we'll dive into it more on Friday. He's already talking about moving up to 170. Yeah. You know why? You know why? Because he's gonna go knock out Colby Covington at 170. Yeah, see, I like that. I like that. Wait until fight night. Because the odds are already getting it. I mean, he was at like minus he was like plus one ten. He's I plus see, I agree with that. He's plus one forty five right now. hundred percent agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I think Dustin can win by decision. I think Dustin wins by knockout. I don't think that Oliveira knocks out Dustin Poirier, and I think his only chance to win is by submitting him. I think Dustin's the better boxer. I think he touches him more. See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know yet. I'm I'm having a hard time with it because I just I'm like, okay. That's cool, but I, I agree with that. I think if it goes to a decision, and I actually think it's going to be what up, Zeke? I actually think that that is uh, that that fight is so freaking good that there. I think there you we could see a five round fight that's just epic. What's the odds on Zeke's next fight over under one and a half rounds? I no, didn't you hear for him? What? It's just half round. 
Oh, half round. We don't even do oh, the over. You don't even do a one and a half. One and a half. No, it's it's just, just a half round. That's what's the odds? Minus two hundred. Minus one eighty. Under <laughs> under half round. Zeke by KO, man, Zeke. But I was watching you hit those freaking bags the other day. Whew. Yeah, he said he could take you, Zeke. He he wants to challenge you for that belt. See, I like. I see. Is he hungrier? See that that I, is he? Man. Are we sure about that? Because I feel like that's the last thing to check on Dustin. That's box. like you said though. It's one of those things that it's either way. Like you could you could you could you could sway me either way on this fight. I got I can't bet it. I can't. I'm just gonna enjoy it as a fan. Yeah, we will both have our lean. I will put a one unit play on where I feel because two bit DP is really good later rounds. Because I do agree with David on that. He's I think he's gonna be better in the later rounds. But dude, Oliveras has been on such a tear, man. Guess what, guys? He's got a fight. Tell us. Break it right now. Breaking news. Come on the podcast. Oliveras winning. <laughs> Zeke. Hey, okay. Okay, okay. We we could talk about it on Friday. Let's talk about it on Friday. I'm just trying to decide if I want to make a bet or not. Cole Faust is coming on the podcast Friday. I announced it. So, oh shit, Eli thinks Aldo is the goat in a three round fight. I agree. He's I don't beat I, CJ. I, I, you think I, he beats I, CJ? I, I do. Three rounds. I, I think do. he does two right now. I do too. But I think it's a damn good fight. Oh my! Got to make that fight. Take Eli, when are you fighting again? Let's get Eli fighting again. Take my dude. Mind. That Kimura, he caught that guy in, and the last was. Ooh. Nasty. Go watch. Gonna, that guy's not gonna be able to wipe himself for six months. You guys listening, go watch Eli's last fight for Fight Island in Florida. And he freaking Kimura's this kid. And about I think he still has his arm. Probably in his carry-on luggage. Probably. <laughs> like I said, I don't think that guy's gonna be able to wipe himself for a while. No. Um he's gotta get one of those uh what are they? What are they called? The spray. Oh <laughs> dude, my in-laws bought us one for Christmas Did one they, year. Do you, do you use it? No. Why not? I tried it one time, like ah, this. You're like this, is not for me. No, I'm a baby boy. I'm the white guy. I'm not. Not for me, huh? No, no. no my, it's a little. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the one. You can get the fancy ones. You don't want to know what's cool is you can get the ones that have like a heated seat and like it oh, heats yeah. up the water. Like it's oh, legit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. Hey Zeke, guess what? Guess what? That's the poor when not fight dog. I want to see Zeke fight again. I feel sorry for whoever he's fighting again. What what if what if they put him in there against Godzilla? I feel sorry for Godzilla. Okay. Because okay. he's going out Fair. under round half under round. a half round. Did you see how Zbula spraying down his car with those pressure wash? <laughs> he couldn't even stand. He's, no. he's at the car wash. You know how strong those things are? And he's like, <laughs> not in amateurs. What? Yeah, Sheree's talking about the the thing we had that with the heated seat. Yeah, we gave, we you guys don't use it, Sheree. Why don't you use it? I, I I wish I could tell that story, but I can't tell what the story. story. <laughs> I can't tell the story. You can tell me after, right? I can tell. I already told you the story. Okay, tell me after that. I'll repeat it on my TikTok, and then we'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see you guys in about forty minutes. We have uh, Calvin. Calvin Parrington coming on. He is part of the main event. For Steel Fist Fight Night, December 17th. I'm um, so excited for this fight card. Great way to finish the year. Great way to finish the year. This is, I'm stoked. So tune in in about 40 minutes. We'll be back. We'll be back live with Calvin.